and welcome everyone uh we are live again with the present show in three different areas of the world so we have patrick that is somewhere in some parking lot i could say i'm in an office <laughs> and uh, our guest of today is ines that you can see actually ciao ines welcome to the present show thank you for being here hi uh, thank you I guess you are somewhere in the U.S. in the uh, Illinois area, right? That's... I am. Yes, I'm in Chicago, uh, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Okay, cool. So, uh, getting immediately into the topic because I think it's one of the topic that I it's the most important for people, like because uh, it's very, very important, and we will hear why. Uh, and so it deserves the, the whole cover. So Ines is a leading expert in it within IBM, but also I, mean, I think she has a lot of good things to say. And that's why we invited her to talk about emotional intelligence and uh, all what is related to it, right? So let's start from Ines, let's start from the beginning. Like why emotional intelligence is so important and why we should learn more about it. Okay, uh, emotional intelligence is your opportunity to be aware of yourself, how you feel, why you feel the way you feel, and understanding your emotions and, and, and what they mean to you and how you come across as you deal with other people. There's also a social side of emotional intelligence where you are aware of the people you work with and how they feel and what they're going through, showing empathy, um, being interested in building positive relationships and teaming. So emotional intelligence brings it all together. It's an opportunity for you to be aware of yourself and aware of others. It's an opportunity for you to look for, op for areas where you can uh, communicate better, where you can listen better, where you can learn from others. And you are aware of how you come across to other people and how you're being received. And emotional intelligence um, is beneficial to you both in your professional life and in your personal life, from how you deal with your family, uh, how you react to someone that cuts you off in traffic, um, how you deal with the person at the grocery store or parking, someone taking your parking spot. All of that is managing your emotions, understanding your emotions, and you intentionally deciding how you're going to behave, how you're going to show up. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. But and I, I wonder how, why would the would be so beneficial, right? So like the fact that I know to understand my emotion and manage them. Uh, so I understand that the, the, the outcome of it is that I can, uh, you know, know when I'm, you know, angrier or when I'm disappointed or when I feel that, uh, you know, I, I'm completely in love with somebody and something like that. Or what are the application, the positivity that somebody can bring? Well, one of the positive things about managing your emotions is that it allows you to manage stress. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, um, sometimes we're not even aware of stress. We're, we're, we're nervous or our hands are sweating or we get headaches and we don't know why. And it's because we are experiencing some emotion. And in some cases, we're aware of it and some we're not. We just know that we get a headache every time it's time for us to present. I get a headache or my palms sweat. So emotional intelligence allows you to think about why do I feel this way and dig a little bit deeper and understand why you feel that way. And once you'll be surprised, once you name the emotion you feel, that's the first step because in naming that emotion, you bring 
you bring it out into the open. Now you can think about it. Now you can address it. Now you can decide how you're going to respond to it. Mm. And then the other side of that is you interact with people every day. You want, you care about how you are perceived by other people. So if you're the hotspot on the team, he's always angry, oh, ignore him. He's always angry or he always misunderstands or he's mm -hmm. always late. You, don't, you, you decide how you wanna show up, how you want to participate, how you wanna be known amongst your team members. Um, one example I had was a, um, a leader. Um, he, he comes across as very demanding and my way, do it my way. He's always, you know, he's pushing the team and he's wondering why the team doesn't respond. He's wondering why he doesn't feel like he's respected. And so I, I love that you invited me to talk a little bit about mindfulness because he started with mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And so in starting with mindfulness, he, he decided to, you know, do the things that mindfulness brings to you. It is be present, be aware of your breathing and calming yourself and all that types of things, those types of things. But emotional intelligence takes mindfulness to the next step where it says, now that you're aware of your feelings, let's name them. Mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's see what's driving them. Let's see what makes you feel the way you feel. And then take it to the next step and you decide by self-management, how are you going to manage that feeling? So this, this, this leader I was referring to, he, he said, I want to be better. I know I want to be better, but how? So he started with mindfulness. Mindfulness helped him to get into self-awareness. And so he became aware of how he was feeling, how he felt about his team. Um, he felt that he needed to tell them all the time, tell them what to do, tell them what to do, drive, drive, drive. And so he decided, okay, I need to manage that better. I'm a workaholic. I know I'm a workaholic. And that's how I got to be the leader that I am. But now my leadership strategy may need to change a little bit because mm -hmm. I need to know how to bring the best out of my, my team how to inspire them, how to motivate them. And studies have shown that the best way to, to do that is to be a better listener. Yeah. To make your team feel like what they say matters, to give everybody a voice. So this brings in empathy, understanding other people, knowing that they want to feel like they're, they're participating. If you drive, 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 and just do what I say, then your team starts to say, well, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. And that's what he was getting. The team wasn't really listening. He didn't know how to be, how to help them be more productive. So in starting with mindfulness, it led to self-awareness and self-management and how he would manage himself. He decided to be more vulnerable. He decided to talk about things from the heart. And it's been proven that when you talk from the heart, people see your passion it, it, it inspires them to be more passionate. It inspires them to care more. It inspires them to want to help. It inspires mm -hmm. team building. So he learned all of this by, by starting with mindfulness, but building his emotional intelligence. And then he, he figured out how he could make his team be more productive by showing empathy, by being a better listener, and making them feel like they were team, were part of the solution rather than the problem. Cool. So I, there are a lot of things that I like in what you're sharing, like in particular the fact that not everybody might be aware 
of their emotion, like you mentioned, the stress. So, and that I think is quite important to uh, to realize. Like sometimes we might have reactions that and we are not aware of them, and the importance is to be aware. And then that's actually connects to, to what we are, what we share about mindfulness. The first thing is to pay attention, uh, and by paying attention, it doesn't have only to, to to look like what we see or we hear, but also what we feel. And the feeling is another of the areas and fields where we can pay attention, right, Pat? Yes. And then, so what would happen afterwards? So you're aware, then you're understand your emotions better and then you start working with the team right you start building your yeah. emotional your social emotional intelligence yes yes then now you're now that you've you identified your feelings and emotions and how you want to and decided with self-management how you want to show up how you're going to manage yourself how you're going to manage your stress how are you going to deal with conflict now you take it to the social level and you outside of yourself you start to be more in tune with your team or the people you're working with, or even your family or your child to, to understand what they value, what they care about. And then that helps you craft your message because now your message is not just do it, do it, do it. It is, I understand what you care about and this is how what you care about relates to what I'm trying, relates to my message. So it's a way of bringing it all together. It's a way of making people feel like they're part of the pro- part of the solution rather than the problem. Understanding others, understanding what they care about, and then taking it to the next level is building relationships and building teams, building trust. And studies have shown that trust is built by, first of all, uh, being vulnerable and showing what you care about. That opens the door for people to talk about what they care about. And, and it allows you to build trust. And so, you know, one of the main things with, with teaming is understanding your role, other people understanding your role, building trust and sharing in, a, in an environment where people can feel safe, building that safe kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Also, because I think that who shows to not, you know, handle well their own emotion or stress or reaction is more unpredictable at one point, right? And that's actually harder to trust, I would say, right? That's right. That's right. When you don't know what you're going to get, you're afraid to say anything. You know, that boss that is, I don't know what is going to reply to me when I just, you know, <laughs> and, I and, and, you know the, whatever, right? and that's. And the leaders don't understand because they say sometimes, why, when I ask the question, what do you think? Nobody says anything. And they're like, well, why don't they share? I asked them to share. How are you going to receive what they say? Are you going to be judgmental? Are you going to say that was a dumb question? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to say, thank you for bringing that up. I'd like to hear your point of view. Anyone else have any thoughts? You know, open the door. And then that's the way people start to be more engaged. But if every time they bring up a new idea, you shut them down, they're going to stop. Yeah, that's true. I remember a boss once I had was uh, people were very afraid to tell him something, right? And if because the reaction was always usually over, uh, like it was an overreaction, something that was you felt miserable, right? But this actually, instead of in, increasing the transparency, it was decreasing it because you That's were right. sharing the bits that were safe to share. 
and that's never productive, particularly if you're a leader, or particularly if you're working in a team. That's that's totally true. And and then the other side of that is that the leader says, "Well, I asked him to share." Yeah. I asked them, but everybody is worried about how are you going to respond. So I love that. Thank you. That was that's that was right on. How are you gonna How are you gonna respond? Do you make your team feel comfortable enough to share? You know, someone may be worried about something, or they may have a risk that they want to identify. But if you're gonna turn that into a blame, mm-hmm. who do I blame? Who's who caused this? Who caused this problem? Who's who do, who do I blame? Who's in trouble? Instead of saying, thank you for raising that. Let's think about it. How do we address that? How, and get, get to the blame stuff later. Let's talk about the problem. Let's talk about how the solution. Any more ideas? This is how you get people to be engaged. But if it turns into a blame, blame game, they're going to shut down. Right. Most of the people will be sitting on, on WebEx like this. <laughs> <laughs> What is what is she talking about? <laughs> so how uh, to the people that are very new to this or to the seasoned veterans, what's uh, like a good practice to do if, if we were to, to teach the audience right now in a minute, some some tip or trick that you would recommend for people to become more emotionally intelligent? I would say learn to breathe. Just no matter say something comes up and it's very upsetting. Do not respond right away. Take three deep breaths. Studies have proven that in breathing, you calm yourself, you calm your heart. It allows you to, your brain, your amygdala takes over. So you have to allow time for your cognitive brain to, to engage because your amygdala, which controls your emotions, that takes over first and mm-hmm. it wants to respond right away. You have to take the breaths to close, to um, calm that down and allow your cognitive speak, uh, brain to take over. And then you intentionally decide how you're going to respond rather than responding from emotions. And throughout the day, anytime you can take a breath. I, it's part of my makeup now. When something upsets me, the first thing I'll do is take a breath. And people will wait. You know, you don't have to respond right away. Take a breath. That's the best advice I got. I had, can give you right now, and it works. It's been proven to work. I think as soon as the, you breathe, the person will also notice that you're breathing, and they'll breathe, and it will just lower the, the temperature in the whole room. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's been proven to it works. Take yeah. a breath, count to ten, go for a walk, whatever it takes to disengage for a minute and give that cognitive brain time to catch up. Same thing with emails. Do not respond emotionally to emails right away. Mm. Take a moment, put it away, then come back, then respond, and you decide how you want to respond rather than from your emotions. Mm -hmm. I mean, from from a mindfulness practice, uh, it's always recommended not to uh, try to avoid the emotions, uh, to, to, to forget about if you're really angry or really anything that is strong emotion or really stressed, don't try to cover it with, with whatever mud or, you know, try to avoid it, but try more to embrace it, like think about it, uh, focus on it, pay attention to it. It's, it's more likely that it's going to go away. 
Rather, if well, you try to avoid it, then it's coming back. That's right. Because, you know, it's been proven there's no such thing as a bad emotion. Every emotion is trying to tell you something and you need to dig into it to see what it is. Anger is not a bad emotion. It's okay to be angry, but you need to understand why you're angry. And then you decide, intentionally decide, not from emotions, but with your cognitive brain, how you want to respond. Because everybody gets angry. Anybody that says they don't, everybody gets angry. It's how do you react? Mm -hmm. How do you behave? How do you show up? Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Ines. Patrick, uh, as usual, your last word. But so far, I heard a lot of things that I like. I hope you all guys, uh, you know, take care of it and make sure to, you know, look at your emotion and they're all good. Just focus on them and interpret them and understand and pay attention. And it's going to be certainly a different experience for everybody around you as well. And breathe. So that's yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so you much. for having me. So see you in one week with another episode of The Present Show. Think then, uh, you know, have fun. Don't forget to be mindful. And you can follow us as well on iTunes because we are also there. So I put the link in the description below. You can follow that. You, you know, we are audio there. Mindful 15 minutes of time every week, uh, you know, for you know, breathing and breathing. Always can, can, I, can I put in one spot, one spot for the emotional intelligence community? Sure. Yes. Yeah, folks, go out and join on the Emotional Intelligence Connections community. We talk about emotional intelligence. We share. So it's a great opportunity to learn, a great opportunity to share more. And I'm available on the Coach Me app if you want to talk more about emotional intelligence. So for IBMers, the link is also below to join it, follow it. And Ines is as well there with a, a lot more to share about emotional intelligence. You can learn to control and understand your emotion. And that's the key of today. Thank you. You can always improve. Ciao.